Good morning to you. Welcome to this brand new program, Under the Covers, a brand new program on RTHK3 every Saturday morning. I'm your host, Lisa Leung, and every week we're going to review with you the highlights of each week and how these issues have been covered in Chinese press. We'll also be looking at some popular videos that have been viralized on the social media. And this week, joining me in this studio is Chris Young, broadcaster of DBC Radio, veteran journalist. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Lisa. And Andrew Shun, uh, social and political commentator. Good, Good morning, mo- Andrew. Good morning, Lisa. We're going to start with uh, the June 4th candlelight vigil, of course. This year is the 26th anniversary, and uh, according to the turnout uh, by the organizers, it turns out to be 135,000. Police gives it 46,000. Um, not surprisingly, you know, each year that has been a new concern about, you know, how the turnout could be, how that lifts up to the momentum, and how the organizers have been able to capture the attention of the public. So this year has been especially marred by the fact that university student unions have pulled out of the event, organizing their own rally at Hong Kong U. And then there are some localist groups uh, that have also staged actions across the territory. So um, uh, not surprisingly, many of the newspapers, um, Chinese newspapers, have been um, playing up that uh, low turnout. Some papers even say that there's been a drop of 25% of the turnout. Uh, on the other hand, Apple Daily has been spending 19 news stories uh, on, the, on the issue. And um, it seems to me that um, their focus have been to, to try to say that despite the low turnout, the flames are still burning bright at Victoria Park, how the organizers have been um, changing uh, the content of the uh, rally, um, replacing some of the songs that emphasize the you know, China dream to some of the theme songs um, uh, under the umbrella movement, and they've been uh, focusing on uh, some of the facts that um, mainland Chinese students and supporters have been braving possible repercussions and joining the rally, so that you know each year they uh, see that this uh, flame still carries on uh, the strive of democracy in China. On the other hand, uh, Ming Pao has been focusing on how young people have been the focus of this year's vigil, um, interviewing some of the. Uh, students that have joined the rally, but also the fact that uh, some other students have decided to join the HKU rally uh, for some fresher approaches and that they, they think that uh, there shouldn't be just one single uh, event dominating the commemoration of the June 4th visual. So, Chris, what's your take on how you know this new, uh, news has been reported this year? Has there been a new focus, a new angle? Well, first of all, uh, June 4 is a story that has run for 26 years. So uh, for journalists, it's really a difficult task to find new angle to it every in, in every year. And uh, in, in, in the earliest parts of the last uh, 26 years, I think a lot of journalists still try to talk to, say, those uh, involved, directly involved in June 4, those right. student leaders, what were they doing by then? This year, the focus is uh, really uh, quite closely tied with what happened now in Hong Kong, in particular because of um, the students, uh, university students, and also the localist uh, activists' uh, decision not to take part in the May rally at Victoria Park, organized by the Hong Kong Hong Kong Alliance. So, um, but 
always June four is a is a kind of a polit uh, is a kind of a, a barometer of the political tem- tem- temperature. Right. So uh, media all still gave a lot of extensive coverage. Uh, on June 4, both say before June 4 and also uh, on the day after June 4, uh, mm. June 5th uh, coverage. A couple of interesting uh, uh, observations. Uh, first, as you said, the headlines speak for itself. Uh, I, I pick a, a few. Uh, one emphasize on the diversity of commemoration right. that is some one in Victoria Park and a couple of others in say Hong Kong U campus and in Jimsa Choi. That's uh, the Economic Times and the Ming Pao's, uh, which is politically neutral. Just state the fact that uh, the commemoration has diversified. Right. Apple Daily highlight the umbrella movement angle. Democracy fight for uh, democracy for obvious reasons. Uh, if anyone follows uh, Apple Daily, um, there's also some interesting emphasis on the kind of a, a, a coverage on the alternative commemoration at, at Hong Kong. You even right. though only to about two thousand people took part, but uh, it get good um, coverage. And then um, Oriental Daily News say the headlines say sharp fall of the of the turnout, uh, right. which is lower compared with the previous years. But still, actually, if we look uh, further da- down back uh, since um, in the past twenty something years, uh, it's not a small it's not a small number. And then in the stories, um, the uh, some subtle changes uh, as as. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, the, the song of Chinese Dream has been replaced by the umbrella, by the umbrella song, and uh, act, actually that got an uh, enthusiastic response from the pa- participant when the song was uh, played out. And um, there's also a, another not so subtle change that a kind of a copy of the Basic Law was set on fire by uh, one of the student uh, representatives. Um, that really said something about the kind of a tension between mainland China and Hong Kong as kind of a backdrop of this year's um, June 4 uh, commemoration. So do you think that you know these press uh, have been trying to sort of maintain the fact that um, the uh, organizers, the uh, Alliance for the uh, Patriotic Movement of China, uh, have been uh, catering to uh, new demands, especially the demands of the youth, or even, you know, sort of uh, um, accommodating some more localist kind of edge to it. Andrew? Well, uh, to be honest, uh, no matter what the mainstream press tried to shove down the throats of, uh, of the readers, you look at the hit counts of the so what the eighteen pieces of uh, reporting done by Apple Daily. Right. Uh, the number one uh, piece, according to hit count, is the final and last piece, mm. the very smallest piece uh, about the press conference held by in Beijing by the central government, in which uh, foreign journalist was itching to challenge the, uh, the the spokesperson on this particular June Fourth massacre issue. But that piece gathered ninety thousand hits, which is actually higher than the uh, than the headline news. Mm. So. What I used to work in Apple Daily, and and I used to work in the business section, and the entire business section's uh, uh, colleagues would would sympathise. Mm. Uh, I would re- I would echo uh, Chris's point, right? Because this is the twenty sixth year. They would they would have to scratch their heads until it bleeds to find a new angle to the story, <laughs> you know. And uh, they might put the emphasis on on uh, on uh, the umbrella movement, but this comes straight down, mm. all the way down to just one 
very simple driver, which is mainland Hong Kong conflict. Uh, to the young, the June 4th massacre and its commemoration is now turning into just another cause mm. that they would, they, would, they, would, they would fight for. Uh, it's not something special because the mere fact that you go to the main rally at Victoria Park to the young seems to be affirming the rule by the Communist Party. Their, their, their slogan of Ping Fan Lok Se to the, right. to many of the young. And that's why you see uh, newspapers like Sing Tao, which have been sticking to the party line, which is to, mm. you know, divide and conquer the Democrats, mm. uh, emphasizing in the two pieces that they did, they, they did, they did the reporting on, the attendance for Victoria Park has fallen drastically. Right. While the attendance in the universities mm. was more than expected. So Sing Tao's line was that. I, I, I'm actually not very happy with the coverage this year because is it driven by a genuine desire to commemorate the dead from the, from the June 4th massacre? Mm. Or is it simply a, uh, a, uh, a, uh, a sure force by the people of Hong Kong that we are now doing something that Beijing doesn't like? Mm. You know, so I, I, just, I just wished the coverage could have gone deeper especially by Apple Daily with its 18 pieces of coverage. Well, just a quick uh, point to that. I think it's not easy for uh, the media to go into that very important issue, how to interpret uh, first kind of the turnout and then the, the diversity of commemoration. What what does that all mean to uh, June 4 and to Hong Kong democracy, to mainland Hong Kong relations? I think the whole situation so changing so fast. Uh, a lot of uh, developments are moving so fast, and the impact so profound. Journalists, I think, I think found real difficulty to understand and to make sense, interpret uh, what does that all mean. And I agree. I completely mm. agree. But mm. I think, I think the the editors themselves are now at a loss as to how to read why people go to these commemoration. So do you see that there is, um, the, um, especially, you know, papers like Ming Pao have been trying to, like, you know, walking on a tightrope, maintaining the balance of things, you know, in the interest of impartiality and balanced reporting? And on the other hand, you know, you see Apple Daily still, you know, sort of devoting the whole Hong Kong section almost entirely on the vigil itself and a little bit about the localist, you know, movements. I, I think the, uh, the, the one paper that comes closest to giving me a, some sort of feel towards this, uh, this, this event was Ming Pao. Mm. Because uh, especially Ming Pao's uh, coverage on how there was no Mandarin songs sang this year for the first time. Um, it is very hard to find something new 26 years down the line. Mm. But if you talk about the actual candlelight visual, not singing, say, the, the song Hu Yim De Feng Choi mm. is a very big deal. And yeah. Ming Pao actually put this on on paper. So I, I thought that was uh, that was that was a nice touch by Ming Pao. And and I think Ming Pao does put his focus on the young because the young is now completely driven by the Hong Kong mainland conflict. All right, thank you Chris. Thank you Andrew. Uh, we better move on to the next issue. Um, another hot topic this week has got to do with, you know, the pan-democrats uh, being very busy this week. First of all, they have to meet the chairman of the Basic Law Committee, Li Fei, uh, earlier this week, where Li Fei basically reiterated the fact that things have to move on uh, with the uh, August 31st decision and also of the political reform. Later in the week, um, Rimsky Yun uh, is meeting some of the moderate uh, pan-Democrat members uh, to try to persuade uh, them to uh, vote in support of the reform. So, Chris, uh, you have prepared this issue, right? Well, yes. Uh, if 
with the with the tabling of the government's um, political reform um, reso- kind of resolution to let go for an approval just less than say two weeks ago, um, I think media should well should have been excited uh, by now. Say um, in a run up uh, to. Um, June 17, uh, that's the date that the, 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 the resolution will be tabled for a, a vote. But um, I think, to be honest, I think this uh, past week um, has been a, a kind of a roller coaster. We, we began with a big day, I mean, the Shenzhen meeting. Uh, you mentioned the, the Beijing officials are talking to the pan-democrats as a kind of a showdown meeting in Shenzhen. So big, extensive media coverage on, on Monday. Um, uh, a lot of reports on what the mainland officials have said and uh, our government officials have said and the pandemic's uh, reaction to that. It's basically um, a reiteration of each side. Actually, uh, <laughs> I think you can you can say it in one line. Yeah. Uh, the story is that no deal uh, and uh, the vetoing of the uh, political reform is still uh, extremely likely, uh, almost certain to, hap- to happen. That's it. Uh, but but of course, uh, still, um, since political reform so important, uh, we, we we've seen uh, ex- extensive coverage, a lot of stories on what Li Fei, uh, Wang Guangya, and say Jiang Xiaoming, the liaison office director, had has said. Uh, so that's the beginning of the week. Since then, since there's no say kind of a breakthrough and seem no sign of uh, any compromise, um, I would say that the media is at, at a loss mm. on what really to cover. What's the story? Since the story is already uh, been written that uh, the V2 is almost certain to happen. Mm. So um, in the past few days, even though uh, there, there, there are developments in the, uh, in the sense that uh, the, the chief executive, chief secretary um, and, um, and, and, and the constitutional affairs ministers uh, held separate meetings with the pandemics. Uh, so that had say got some media coverage right but um no substance really mm. uh because uh, it's just well just another meeting and no no substance so um they, can... they got they got so desperate for a story <laughs> that Charles Mock turning down one of the meetings right, became a becomes... news item mm. so uh i completely agree with chris on this one as well i mean they the, the 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 only the only news now worth reporting is any chance of a breakthrough in the stalemate, mm. and uh, so everyone is looking at the likely candidates of of uh, those Democrats mm-hmm. who who would who would back the the bill and and this particular piece of news uh, once again looking at hit count and 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 Facebook shares uh, has been uh, not very popular. Mm. The people of Hong Kong has pretty much. Made of their minds. If you are if you are pro-establishment, you would think that these Democrats are hopeless. And especially, especially, vote. I think in the, uh, the run-up, you know, to the to the voting, I think you know everyone's pretty have their minds set. But I think you know this week's uh, press has been you know covering um, Ronnie Tong as almost like um, you know a very different aspects of Ronnie Tong. Like um, I mean, Takong Pao, you know, of course it's very predictable what they're going to report. They are trying to uh, take the line that you know. Ronnie Tong will not give up in pressing, you know, ahead for the reform. While Apu Daly, of course, is playing up the other side, saying that, well, actually, actually, Ronnie Tong, you know, thinks that now uh, it's more beneficial to vote down the bill. So it's <laughs> making Ronnie.
Ronnie Tong seem a bit schizophrenic almost. Well, I, th- I don't think Ronnie Tong actually <laughs> has said much in the past mm. week. Everyone is trying to read the tea leaves, and because the vote comes down to four or five Democrats, right? Uh, and it's relatively close mm. in that respect, uh, but with no sides budging. I, I honestly have no idea how the political desk. We try to find new material every day on this particular issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, the, uh, the Sunday meeting was a huge letdown for everyone involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, well, the Apple Daily's response is uh, to take a uh, quote out of probably out of context. I would say to be fair <laughs> to Li Fei, and said that yes, this particular arrangement will last forever, and therefore trying to keep the party line to vote this particular bill down. Um, at least at least that's how the feel the coverage feels like. Media loves drama, say、mm. dramatic developments. So、uh, every little pieces, little bits of say developments, like、uh, who well making a phone call to、uh, a, a, a pandemic、uh, will be blown up. But in this case, I think now、uh, even the most optimistic or the kind of pro reform、uh, me newspaper have kind of、uh, given up. To the reality that、uh, is almost certain to be voted down. So、uh, I think even this kind of a little piece of development、uh, can't be blown up into say、uh, big into big into big stories. So、um, media is at a dynamic.、Uh, mm-hmm. They know that、uh, this has almost become a kind of a known story. But on the other hand, even though some people try to say、uh, divert the attention to the kind of a polls. Uh, we told uh, uh, seen in Hong、mm. Kong, say focusing on other things, say economic,、uh, livelihood issues. But I think that's too remote, too remote, and too uns- un- un- unclear. So again, that angle didn't come up in in the media. And, and I'm very surprised as well compared to the、mm. to the coverage of the、uh, 2012 bills that came to Lechco. Then、mm. um, there was a breakthrough then. There was a last-minute compromise, and yet in all the coverage and all the analysis in the media, there has been no speculation that there could be any breakthrough at all.、Mm. There could be nothing. I mean, if someone would be creative and said maybe we、we'll、move on Lechco and the way that the functional constituency are dealt with, no analysis, no coverage on that. So I agree with Chris on this one too. I mean, basically everyone is expecting a veto to be coming. Right. Okay. Thanks, Andrew.、Um, now. This week,、uh, we've been quite fascinated by one single viralized video on YouTube, and that's about Raymond Chan, Chi Chun,、um, Lechko member,、uh, representative of People Power Party.、Um, le- earlier in the week,、uh, he's been caught、um, on video in the MTR,、uh, where two women, one wearing sunglasses, um, um, started to、um, shout insults at um, Chan. Um, 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 directing at his sexual orientation, and soon after this video got viralized on、uh, YouTube and, of course, on social media. Andrew, what's your take on this piece of news? Well, I, I love these kind of news coverage. <laughs> I love these kind of news coverage because because it it is one of those tests that、uh, that you can apply on any media organization. Because the entire news surrounds one piece of video taken、right. by Ray Chan himself,、hmm. the right honourable Ray Chan, right?、Um, About two、uh, with two ladies yelling at him. Yeah, and、uh, so the as to the accuracy of the reporting,、mm. everyone can be the judge.、Sure. And the first criticism I would throw at the entire media organization, media industry,、mm. the only exception in which I would compliment is the Hong Kong Standard. 
Because right. the word discrimination has been thrown over and over again over this video. In fact, Ray Chan himself said this is discrimination. Mm. Well, when I went to school, discrimination is to to be prejudicial, to 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 say you because of you are being something, you must be bad at something. Mm. If you were to actually look at those two videos, those two ladies led the insults. Anyways, the insults started with him being a substandard legislator. Mm. Someone who would disrupt the peace and prosperity of Hong Kong. Right. Right. That was how they actually started. Uh, the uh, the gay slurs. In fact, why I'm complimenting Hong Kong Standard because they use the term gay taunts instead of word discrimination. Mm. Because I I have a I have my pet peeve is the inaccurate usage of words. Right. And Hong Kong Standard used the right word because it's actually they they did not come out and say you are bad because you are gay. They simply mm. said you are bad, but so happen you are, you have you happen to be gay. Right. Because these two ladies, if I, I I would love to have a media a journalist to actually ask them, mm. if Ray Chan was a pro establishment uh, establishment types, mm. right? Was it in the DAB of the FTU, fully supporting the government? Mm. Would these two ladies still carry the same kind of anger towards him? But there was no chasing up. It was all about anti-discrimination laws. You know, the journalist who has a personal agenda would right. chase us down and say, oh, mm. it's time to pass this law. You know, even Ray Chan says, it's time to pass this law. But of course, you know, this is going to be one of the, you know, angles that, you know, sensationalist you know, newspapers would tag. You know, oh, obviously, you know, Raymond Chan is about, you know, sexual orientation. Yes. Or he is definitely being about gay. And because of that, Apple Daily, you know, just goes into that sort of uh, corner, right? You know, okay, of course, you know, the EO, the EOC is going to come out and, you know, sort of uh, yes, yes, accuse, yes, yes. you know, the because two ladies of me, sexual uh, orientation discrimination. Right? What makes me think about this particular case, why, why I picked this, because uh, in America, you see that a lot of minorities, uh, blacks, women, gays, if they happen to be in the Republican Party, you know, they would be, they would be, uh, all the slurs, or the racial slurs, or the sexual slurs, or the, uh, or the anti-gay slurs would be thrown at them without repercussions from the mainstream media. Yeah. Uh, I personally, because I'm against minimum wage, I'm against, you know, competition law, I personally have experienced many slurs against my, my, my weight, because I'm a fat man. <laughs> And yet no one steps out and pr- to protect me. I mean, this reminds me of a piece by uh, Michael Chigani, hmm. uh, because there's a, uh, recently there's been a columnist in the local press, what Wai Yin, right? Yeah, she wrote about supporting the police in the mm-hmm. arrest of a uh, aut- aut- autistic person uh, and held him for, for a un- you know, unfair period of time. And wow, the attacks on her, yet the Journalist Association never came out to protect her, right? Mm-hmm. So just because you are a legislator who supports certain items of public policy which is in unison with the journalists covering you mm. suddenly you have all these sympathetic coverage so up on this particular piece of news i just hope that they could be as fair when an establishment mm. uh, 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 legislator such as generally one mm. she is famous for being attacked because of her sexuality you know, a woman being tough, right? So, right. Uh, so I just hope that the press goes both ways next time. So, whilst this just uh, news is, um, you know, potentially so juicy, um, are you surprised that you know there's uh, not too many, you know, newspapers that cover this uh, piece of news, Chris? Well, first, of course, uh, two points. Uh, first is that um, uh, I think this story is kind of a perfect for social media. <laughs> but, but for but for traditional uh, electronic and print media, it's it's uh, it's difficult to to cover it. First, um, um, if anyone say listen to the uh, wordings, uh, 
in from the from the YouTube, uh, a lot of these uh, are not really good for say uh, family time uh, in electronic <laughs> media. Even for even for print even for print media, right. uh, I can I, I, I see very mixed coverage. Uh, some pa- papers like Apple Daily gave good coverage, extensive coverage of it, but some other Chinese press um, only gave very small 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 coverage. And I think one reason is that uh, they see it's a kind of an isolated. Um, uh, case mm. ex- extreme case right and uh, and and secondly um, the issue of um, this kind of discrimination uh, also uh, has very mixed uh, comment views in Hong Kong uh-huh. so uh, some see it as a very important story some say well uh, they did not see it that way and secondly um, there's also uh, uh, a, a a commentary that link it that, that linked the incident to the kind of a political uh, uh, approach and stance of uh, Chen himself in Lechko, that say basically saying that he himself is to be blamed because of the radicals uh, taking a similar uh, uh, aggressive, violent uh, approach uh, in the Lechko business. Uh. So, um, but, but blame yourself uh, if you face the same thing in in MTR. And then the 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 uh, the well pro democratic. Uh, media uh, have come up and defended Ray Ray Chan, saying that uh, oh he himself is very peaceful and uh-huh. nonviolent, mm-hmm. and um, but to be fair to headline news that came mm. out with the editorial, uh, blaming him, you know, he, saying Ray Chan deserved it because his entire camp, because People Power and uh, you know the former members of People Power, such as uh, Wong Yukman, Raymond Wong, they are known for that more aggressive style of protesting mm. and, and 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 dissemination of views. So this is a small piece of news, but I think it's a great piece of news to highlight the way that news are being covered in Hong Kong right now. Okay, and finally, how do we make our workplace a less stressed out and happy place? Now, there are some newspapers, uh, for example, Ming Pao has got this uh, coverage of a scheme promi- uh, promoted by the Hong Kong Productivity Council called the Happy Workplace Scheme. This is um, into their three years running, and they're giving out awards to companies and organizations which have the best measures to ensure that employees have a work-life balance. And this year's the awardee is uh, China Light and Power because they promoted a praise culture to raise staff incentives. And they proposed the fact that uh, they should raise the number of days for paternity leave to five days instead of the government's proposal at three. Some other newspapers also covered this to an, to make sure that uh, we should have a you know more a happy culture on the on the workplace. Say, for example, to uh, make Wednesday holiday or to make a volunteers holiday and to uh, praise the employees even more. Chris. It's a, it's a pity that uh, this kind of a positive news has always not been given a good coverage in the media, <laughs> which tends to say, uh, carry a lot of a negative news right. and, uh, say it's being criticized of, say, reinforcing this kind of negative energy in the, in the society. Um, well, always good to see, uh, this debate on how, say, best to improve the work environment. And, uh, perhaps, um, a lot of these things are like, per- like a longer paternity uh, leave, like a better work environment will will help. Um, perhaps, but perhaps uh, um, ultimately, uh, you have to love your job. And uh, if you love your job, then perhaps uh, 
uh, you can bear with uh, difficult environment and conditions. Mm, I, you- I would I would kick it back to uh, to the actual which paper does the biggest coverage because you said Ming Tao has the biggest coverage of this particular news, right? It's no surprise. You only love your job. Because it pays well, and therefore all those newspapers that caters to to readers who work in the private sector basically ignored it because they thought it was stupid, right? Mm-hmm. While Ming Pao's readership are mostly individuals whose work performance are not measured by their wages and salaries, people who work in the public sector like you know civil servants or teachers, and therefore they are really into these sort of like oh the employers can take initiative in treating us better by giving us more perks instead of just higher pay. But organizations will love it when you know it's no cost incurred, you know, to enhance price culture for for employees. You know, of course, the organization <laughs> will love it, right? <laughs> and what's better to have a happy life than to have a happy weekend? Um, that's all we have got time for this week. Thank you once again to our two guests uh, today, Chris Young and Andrew Shun. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be back next week, Saturday morning at eight thirty a.m. Meanwhile, if you have any thoughts or comments, don't hesitate to drop us an email, radio3 at rthk.hk. Thank you and have a good weekend.